Today on We Here, Timothy Chalamet is bouncing back from his breakup with Lily Rose Depp, and we have all the details about his new gal pal. Winona Ryder is firing back at Mel Gibson after recalling alleged anti-Semitic remarks he once made to her. And Good Day New York anchor Rosanna Scotto's husband is now on quarantine nail clipping duty. Coming up next on We Here. Oh my God. We're on page six? Yeah. Uh-huh. No. Yeah. Another divorce splashed across page six. Page six would have a field day. Hey there, I'm Maggie Coglin. And I'm Ian Moore. Welcome to We Hear a Page Six Podcast. We hear all the celebrity dirt from our exclusive sources, and you hear the story behind the story. The Timothy Chalamet. Dirt. The dirt is that Timothy Chalamet has been making out with somebody new, and there's pictures to prove it. Timothy. So it seems, Maggie, that he is getting non-socially distant with Aiza Gonzalez. The The two have been seen together poolside in Cabo, San Lucas, Mexico, packing on the PDA, as people always do in page six items. We reported that Timothee Chalamet had recently broken up with Lily Rose Depp, Johnny Depp's daughter. So he seems to have moved on with Aiza, but... Did you recognize, as soon as I saw the name Aiza Gonzalez, I immediately recognized it. Did you so, recognize her name? I did. Because she is, I don't even know how to describe her. She's a Mexican actress, but I feel like we report on her love life more than we do anything else. Because she has been linked to some high profile actors. Yeah. So she has reportedly dated before Timothee, Josh Dumel. Mm-hmm. Liam Hemsworth, Maluma, mm-hmm. Calvin Harris, mm-hmm. and Cristiano Ronaldo, the Portuguese soccer god. Wow. I mean, one thing that's interesting, actually, looking at this list of guys. Well, first of all, let, let's set the scene, Maggie. So they were seen by the pool. They were kissing. She's in a bikini. Timothee is kind of wearing shorts and a T-shirt. But then they were getting into the pool. And the thing about it that's interesting is... Timothee is sort of like, how would you describe his physique? (laughs) I feel like this is a trap. Okay, it's worth noting here that he is 24 years old. She is 30, which is not a huge age gap. But when you see him, he looks younger than 24. He just looks like someone's little brother who's coming to check out his older sister's friends at the pool. Yeah, he looks like someone's little brother named like Randy. It's like, oh, mom said we have to bring Randy. Come on, Rand. Let's go. Totally. They're like, what? So Randy is there. I mean, Timothee. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, it's funny. He's like, you know, I mean, he looks like a normal guy. sort of like scrawny. Actually, one of our amazing producers had said, which I think is amazing, that um, looking at Timothee, sleeping next to him would be like sleeping with a uh, with a pile of remote controls he looks um there's some angles on his body you know like those shoulders look sharp he's wearing a chain he's wearing a a man chain i wouldn't even call it a chain it's a necklace like when when you say chain i think about like a rapper or someone who has like a gold cuban link chain or some diamonds this looks like he bought it at a museum gift shop and it's like a black (laughs) it's a it's a black leather 
chain with like I don't know a, a piece of a rock that you learned about in said museum on the edge. I mean, I'm yeah, sure or, it's much fancier than that, but from afar, it looks very field trip. Like 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 it's like an ankh, like it's an Egyptian <laughs> ankh from the King Tut class trip to the King Tut show. Yeah, and your parents gave you money, and this is what you really believed that you had to buy. Totally. I mean, just the thing that's interesting is because if you look at the list of her previous boyfriends, she's kind of gone. It's a different type because you've got Josh Dumel, which is sort of more like kind of matinee idol, you know, kind of generic hunky guy. Liam Hemsworth, you know, Maluma. Yeah. He's in good shape. He's a a babe too. Calvin Harris. So maybe he's more in like the skinny hipster DJ type, but he of course dated Taylor Swift, but then like Cristiano Ronaldo, you know what I mean? So it's like, anyway, so it's a new thing for her. It's a new thing for all of us to see people, these two together. This, I mean, do you remember when there were photos of Timothy and Lily Rose making out on a yacht and it was like the most aggressive like mouths fully open mama bird feeding baby bird type situation where it's just like a makeout you would never want to see it, it looked like a, a clip of people who had just learned how to kiss like it was so aggressive it's burned into my mind forever and then here he has learned the art of like passionate makeout because she's like gripping his head and he's leaning in and like he's really advanced with this older woman. Well, he also, it's funny because I've said this before, but we've reported sort of sadly on Timothee's love life since he was a high school student back at LaGuardia, the fame school, because he was dating Lourdes Leon when they were in mm-hmm. high school and they had been in like the music man or something together. And like he, um, he was dating her and at the time no one had heard of him except he had had a kind of bit part on um, Homeland as uh-huh. the vice president's son. Um, yeah. I think he died on the show in like a car crash or something. I can't remember. Are they, he stole a car. Um, <laughs> I, the character stole a car. But so it was funny. We were always like, oh, Lourdes Leon is dating this guy, Timothee Chalamet. And then, of course, he's gone on to become a much bigger name and a movie star in his own right. But yeah, but we we also know her really more as a as a Hollywood kind of girlfriend because she's dated all these big stars rather than a star in her own right. And I mean, she in, in Mexico, she had been in a, a bunch of different series sort of long-running series in mexico but her movie career in the states has been kind of a mixed bag maggie she's been in gem and the holograms Mm -hmm. which was kind of a 2015 it's like a pretty big box office bomb then she was in from dusk till dawn the series missed that one remember that one 30 episodes then she was in Baby Driver. She was mm-hmm. in a just she was in a Justin Timberlake video. She was in Welcome to Marwin, which was another box office dud. Remember that Steve Carell movie that was based on the documentary? Uh-huh. She was in Alita Battle Angel. I don't know if you caught that one. Mm. She was in Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. She played Madame M. And then this year. She's got a lot of projects coming out, actually, Maggie. She's got Bloodshot, Love Spreads, and Cutthroat City. 
These movie titles are all too aggressive for me to feign interest in them. You can tell me how they are when they come out. I actually feel like this is like a trilogy because it's like Bloodshot, that's like the night before. And then that, of course, leads to Love Spreads. And then you wake up and it's Cutthroat City. It's like a motel in Trenton. (laughs) Um, She's also going to be, though, in Godzilla versus Kong, which is coming out next year. So, is it, can we even trust that any movies are ever coming out again? That's Come true, on. actually. <laughs> yeah. That's but, true. But anyway, I don't know. The other thing is weird is I feel like Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott have opened the floodgates of stars going back to their natural habitats, right? So during the coronavirus pandemic, we were only seeing people, they'd pop out to, you know, walk their dogs walk their babies or in the case of Ben Affleck smoke smoke and then or they would go and they would be still like drinking giant things of coffee mm-hmm. but then they were getting shamed when they were engaging in their past sociological movie star behavior like going to the gym and then it was like remember Mario Lopez and Mark mm-hmm. Wahlberg like went to the mm-hmm. gym and JLo and A-Rod went to the gym and it was like oh shame on you and then Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott suddenly were photographed out of nowhere, leaving the nice guy in LA, the celebrity hangout. The next thing you know, Leo DiCaprio is getting on a yacht with his 23-year-old girlfriend, Camilla Marrone. And then now we've got Timothee Chalamet and Aiza Yeza. Aiza. Yeza. Aiza. Gonzalez. Aisa, that's what it is. Getting on, being in Cabo San Lucas together by a pool and like making out and stuff like that. So like life is definitely like getting back to normal. No, this is not normal at all. These two in the same photo making out is blowing my mind. Yeah, what what about it? What why? What what's making you so shocked? I just feel like it's such an odd couple, like Kylie and Travis. Obviously, they dated each other before. They went back to their normal life of hanging out. Cool, cool, cool. They have a kid. These two, I'm like, wait a second. Was this like a I'm going down my pandemic list of who feels comfortable to go to Cabo with me and can kiss? Or like what what do these two talk about? You know, well, like it's also it, like she's a person. There are people in Hollywood, both male and female who are like the male version would be Machine Gun Kelly, who are sort of like more famous for who they date than their actual artistic output. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So it's like she's really known more for who she's been linked to than her own work. Although, of course, Godzilla versus Kong and Bloodshot and Love Spreads could change all that. So, Maggie, do you think it's going to last or do you think this is a Cabo fling? No, just, just, I I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. I feel like Timothee is too much of a baby for this to work. In a new interview with the Sunday Times, Winona Ryder recalled an incident in which Mel Gibson made an anti-Semitic comment. And now the interview is picking up steam. Yeah, Winona Ryder recalled to the Sunday Times of London that she was at a part, like a Hollywood party back in the 90s with fame makeup artist Kevin O'Quinn and that that Mel Gibson, upon learning that Winona Ryder is Jewish, right? Her real name is Winona Horowitz, right? 
Yep. Mm -hmm. Allegedly said, oh, I, I didn't know you were an oven dodger or you're an oven dodger or something like that, which I guess is a, a derogatory remark about Jews who escaped the Nazi death camps, which is just a totally bizarre thing to say. And then apparently he said to her friend who was gay, he made a joke about AIDS. But now there's a war of words that's erupted. It's between Winona Ryder and Mel Gibson, because Mel Gibson is denying that this ever happened. And strangely, Winona Ryder, this isn't the first time that she's brought this up. She talked about this a decade ago in a GQ interview. Mm -hmm. So it's an old controversy that's kicking up now. But I think that the thing that's interesting about it is it shows that it's the same controversy 10 years apart, but maybe the way that we're looking at it today is a little bit different than when it came up in GQ. Because to be honest, I don't even remember this interview when it came out 10 years ago. I know, neither do I. And I was working in celebrity journalism. But Mel Gibson's rep told the Post that, quote, this is 100% untrue. She lied about it over a decade ago when she talked to the press, and she's lying about it now. Also, she lied about him trying to apologize to her back then. He did reach out to her many years ago to confront her about her lies, and she refused to address it with him. But Winona also gave the Post a comment. And What did she say? She recalled the whole incident and she says, I believe in redemption and forgiveness and hope that Mr. Gibson has, ha has found a healthy way to deal with his demons, but I am not one of them. Around 1996, my friend Kevin Aqua and I were on the receiving end of his hateful words. It is a painful and vivid memory for me. Only by accepting responsibility for our behavior in this life can we make amends and truly respect each other. And I wish him well on his lifelong journey. Hmm. I like like one technique in this is like that you call the other person Mr. Gibson. It's It's very elevated. I like it. You know, it's like kind of She's distancing not, yourself even yeah. further. Mel, so right. So she did also say that Mel Gibson had tried to apologize to her about this incident, but then they're having a dispute over that. Either way, Mel Gibson has been fired, I guess, or will not be appearing in a Netflix sequel to the 2000 animated hit film Chicken Run. So he's lost a job because of this. But it's this is almost like a crazy flashback situation because didn't we already go through this whole thing with Mel Gibson before? Mm -hmm. Hasn't this mm -hmm. already happened again? What's going on, right? Mel Gibson had been accused of making anti-Semitic remarks in the past, and then he lost all these jobs in Hollywood and he was basically canceled. Then suddenly he he had a comeback and then everyone sort of just forgot about all this stuff. And now it's... It's happened again. As recently as 2017, Mel Gibson was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Director for his film Hacksaw Ridge. So despite us feeling like we're experiencing deja vu, whatever happened previously seems to have been ignored by most of Hollywood. Yeah, it was weird. I mean, the controversy surrounding Mel Gibson was pretty bad, and he was basically, you know, canceled sort of pre-cancel culture he had he had pretty much been canceled but you know mel gibson has also you know he's he's made a lot of money for for projects you know i mean remember he had directed the passion of the christ which he basically kind of made outside the hollywood system and it became a huge 
box office hit. Yeah, it's like it's a it's it's a story we've seen all before. It's it's totally deja vu. You know, it's funny we were talking about this before the show, but you remember Winona Ryder's shoplifting scandal? Yeah, and we were sort of debating of whether you know whether she had faced more backlash, whether her career because she also kind of disappeared from Hollywood for a while, and she mm-hmm. had had the shoplifting scandal and there's all the free Winona stuff. And then she's had a comeback with stranger things, but you know, her career suffered for that. And it's just funny, like looking at these different things in the lens of the way we're looking at stuff today. I feel like if she had had that shoplifting scandal today, it would have just been like, Oh, she's dealing with, you know, mental health issues. I feel like there would have been more support. It could have been spun even into a story of redemption and that she had gone away to kind of a rehab thing. It's like Ariana Grande licking the donut. But instead, I feel like at the time it was like, ah, she's like, you know, that's disgusting. She's a criminal and is kind of like a a privileged person who's stealing stuff. And then there was, I mean, the support for her was kind of like a bit tongue in cheek. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the, it was sort of, it was more of a joke than the free Winona thing was more a t-shirt than an actual public outcry. So I don't know. What do you think is going to happen? I think at this point in Mel Gibson's life, just like Winona said, there needs to be some kind of redemption effort put forward. I don't know that he gets another pass, you know? If this is true, I don't know how many times you can hear someone spew anti-Semitic garbage and they continue to work in Hollywood. Especially at a time when Hollywood is trying to diversify, you know, we've seen in the wake of the Black Lives Matter movement, a lot of Hollywood agencies have committed to to trying to diversify their ranks and be more sensitive, particularly at this time, I think that um, I don't know if Mel Gibson's going to have yet another comeback. But then again, he has shown that he can work outside of the system and do his own thing. And that's been popular, too. Rosanna Scotto told Page Six reporter Tashara Jones... That her lawyer husband is now clipping her toenails. And if yeah, that's not if, love, I don't know what is. I wonder if he's billing hourly for this service. It'd be a lot I more mean, expensive than a pedicure. Eh, for sure. Eh, there's some risk involved. You clip a toenail the wrong way, you could lose an eye. I actually did. I've Yeah, that's true. I've done that. I have. I was cutting my daughter. Do- I feel terrible saying this, but I was cutting my daughter's. <laughs> nails and i did cut her it's dangerous yeah you gotta Um, be careful um she was okay um yeah rosanna scotto who's the anchor of good day new york and also the owner of the power new york eatery fresco by scotto Mm -hmm. um said that without her usual pedicurist on duty whose name is Louis John Ruggiero, Ruggiero, Louis John Ruggiero, LJ Ruggiero, LJR, um, that her husband saw me one day struggling to clip my toenails and took pity on me. It's a struggle. You gotta- oh, no, wait, her husband, oh no, sorry. Her husband is Louis John Ruggiero. You know what? I take that back. I, I was excited because I thought that was the name of her pedicurist. I thought the name of that A was brand her, name pedicurist. Actually, this now makes sense because 
that sounds like the name of a spa. That sounds like a great spa. Louis John Ruggiero. But he's you a digressed. Lawyer. He's a lawyer, so I have to make sure I keep everything good and save and nobody gets hurt. So basically, but I guess he had a selfish reason to start giving her pedicures because she said it's important that unruly nails don't nick him while they sleep. It's kind of gross to say, but that is an issue with couples, I have to admit. If you sleep with mm-hmm. someone every night in the same bed, yeah. It is true and it's kind of disgusting, but I think that any couple would understand this situation where you get like stabbed or cut by somebody's Ooh. errant toenail. In my experience sharing a bed with a man, sometimes there's a certain moment in which you can hear the dragging of someone's calloused hard feet against your soft bamboo oh, sheets and you're this- like, oh my God. Moisturize those heels. Was this a relationship with a man or a vampire? I mean, in the end, they're all monsters. So you tell me. (laughs) Got to be careful. And it's funny because just last week, Tashara had another item about keeping your nails correct in quarantine. She talked to the singer Mario and he said that aside from letting his beard grow really long because he's not getting haircuts, that his girlfriend has been giving him manicures and pedicures. Mm. That sounds amazing. I think part of the problem is even if you keep your toenails trimmed and they're they're short, they're not like long, disgusting toenails like the guy in like the Guinness Book of World Records or something with those mm-hmm. like crazy – curl. Yeah, the curled <laughs> nails. And they look like tree roots coming out of the earth. <laughs> the problem is even if you keep them short, if you don't, I guess, file them or buff mm-hmm. them or whatever they do in these pedicure things, you could keep your – you could trim your toenails, but they could still have very sharp little, you know what I mean? Like corners, edges. Stuff. You need to you need to get a file in there and smooth that out. Yeah, but how would you I don't know even how to how do you do that? Like you take the file in your hand, you put it close to the nail, and you go. But can you imagine like you're like, hey, I'm just filing my toenails right now. Like what what am I what am I even doing? That would be a point of like major confusion where I would sort of have to spiral into like, who am, what am I, who am I? What is the meaning of life? What's I mean, the, the meaning of, of life of is you're not an ankle assassin. You're caring uh, about your significant really other. Filed toenails. I'm sure there's an expert. Is that, do they to. do that in pedicures? Yes. What do they do? I, I do have one question because I've, what do they do in a pedicure? Like, what are the services? Listen, in the new world, we're getting a pedicure on the show and you're going to speak about it. If you could do energy healing on me, I will treat you to a pedicure oh God, in amazing. a fancy place. Nails, nail amazing. salons, I miss them so much, if you can really? tell. So the, our, our na- what phase is that? Is that a phase that's open now with hair salons? I don't even know, but I will tell you that they're open in New Jersey. Oh. Might have to take a trip. <laughs> Maybe after this... Rosanna's husband will open a salon. (laughs) Yeah, in New Jersey. Well, that's it for this episode of We Here. Our show is produced by Jamila Gerard-Williams and Melissa Caceres. We would love to hear your questions and your ideas for the show. Let us know if there's anyone you'd like us to cover. You can email us at podcasts at nypost.com. To hear the latest We Here episodes, be sure to hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Spotify, or any of your preferred podcast platforms. And please don't forget to leave us a review. We will be back next week with more Page Six exclusives. See you then.